Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. It's Friday, November 12, 2021. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Now, the Canelo news is big news, right? He is history's first undisputed champion at 168 pounds. This is after being the middleweight champion. This is after being the super welterweight champion. In the moment, it always seems like the first time. But consider, years ago, the best in the sport pound for pound, the light heavyweight champ, Arthur Baturbio's division, decided that it wasn't enough, right? This guy, of course, after being ripped off at the Olympics, was named the best fighter of the 1988 Olympics by the Olympic people themselves. They knew he'd gotten ripped off in the gold medal game. This guy went on a tear. He beat James Tony when Tony was unbeaten. He beat Mike McCallum, who's in the Hall of Fame. He beat Virgil Hill, who was in the Hall of Fame. Right? His only loss was a highly questionable one where he had a guy on the canvas and he hit the guy while the guy was on the canvas. That was his loss. So Roy Jones Jr. decided that being the best in the sport pound for pound was not enough. Keep in mind, the guy had beaten Hall of Famers. You're kidding yourself if you don't realize that James Tony's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? Destroys Evander Holyfield at heavyweight would have been the heavyweight champion for another performance, but of course failed a drug test, right? I say of course because he didn't officially keep the heavyweight title. Well, Roy Jones decided being the best in the sport wasn't enough. So he jumped from light heavyweight to heavyweight, fought a guy who had beaten Evander Holyfield is wearing long pants at the weigh-in according to boxing mythology, has coins in his pockets. So he would weigh more than he actually weighed. He ends up weighing, I believe, something like 190 or 191 pounds. He then wins the heavyweight title. Right? Picture how bizarre it would be. If Arthur Perturbiev decided, hey, I've had enough of this. If Arthur Perturbiev was beating Hall of Famers and was viewed as the best in the sport pound for pound, went up to heavyweight and won the title. Well, just understand what happened next. Roy Jones was in the catbird seat just like Canelo is now. We thought Roy Jones was one of the best we had ever seen. He comes back down to light heavyweight. You know, if the man just won the heavyweight title, who's going to beat him at light heavyweight? He fights Antonio Tarver, a guy he fought before. Tarver, Southpaw. You're a gambler. You know Tarver is an angles man. Hard to hit. Devastating in the pocket. The kind of guy who's always conscientious of spacing in the ring. 
Tarver gets Roy Jones over by the side of the ropes. Roy Jones, unbeatable. The best in the world, pound for pound. Folks, second place is not close. The best at the Olympics. Tarver gets Roy Jones over by the ropes. Knocks him out. Let me tell you how fast the world changes. Suddenly there was a group. Folks, there's always a group. The 20% of the people out there who would boo you if you weren't popular. Who will boo you when bad luck falls in your lap? Suddenly you had a bunch of people here online saying, hey, Roy Jones, overrated. Hey, Roy Jones, you know, problems with his game. Did you see Roy Jones get knocked the F out? Suddenly they were out in full force. Right? The people who thought this time it's different now understood that their guy was being heavily criticized. Go back and listen to Roy Jones' fights, the soundtrack with Larry Merchant on HBO. You'll find out Larry Merchant was never a big fan of Roy Jones. Then, of course, it unravels. Roy Jones fights Glenn Johnson. Gets stopped. The knockout is brutal. Roy Jones is on the canvas. He's out cold. Now, all of this brings me to Canelo. You know, in the investment world, investors will use phrases like, is this peak oil? Right? They'll ask the question. What I want people to understand, especially now that Canelo's in his 30s, is that boxing is a very unforgiving sport. We've all seen guys who looked bulletproof at one time or another. You remember Ray Leonard when he steps in the ring against Roberto Duran the first time. Olympic gold medalist, unbeaten fighter. There's always that fighter of the moment where you think, my God, I'm watching history. This guy's going to go on and on and on. Who could possibly beat him? I saw an article the other day. We're a great fighter. A guy who ironically beats Antonio Tarver. Bernard Hopkins, who I place on the Mount Rushmore of great middleweight champions was talking about how he felt that Canelo, who just became history's first undisputed 168, could become undisputed at 175. Bernard Hopkins was saying he didn't see the champ at 175. Who could stop Canelo? Even though, of course, you have multiple champs at 175 right now who are unbeaten who undoubtedly have more experience at 175 than Canelo. Well, let me just say, contemplate the idea. Call me a hater all you want. I'm just playing odds, right? It's not personal. It's probabilistic. I'm just playing odds. Contemplate the idea that the gap between Canelo 
and other world-class fighters, champions, might not be as big as you think. Right? To the crowd anticipating the Canelo-David Benavides fight. <clears throat> Let me just say this. You saw the line in the Caleb Plant fight go from Plant plus 475 to Plant plus 550. Right? Late money came in on Canelo. And Canelo delivered. Right? Knockouts count. You knock the other guy out, you win the fight. But understand, because of that past history, I don't think that the world is ready for an opponent who some boxing insiders feel in their bones is going to be competitive with Canelo. I believe David Benavides is going to be competitive with Canelo. The purpose of this video, let's be clear, is for me to express to you my belief that if you're a gambler, not some casual fan, right? If you're a gambler and you take this seriously, my advice is to get in early on the David Benavides odds when they're announced. I believe there's part of the public that can't tell the difference between David Benavides, a guy who might hit harder than Canelo, a guy who's physically bigger than Canelo, a guy who's going to challenge Canelo in the pocket. Get in early on David Benavides because I believe the odds are going to be mispriced. They're going to make Benavides a huge underdog because Canelo right now looks as unbeatable as Roy Jones did before the crash. Right? We know he's a Hall of Famer, just like you knew Roy Jones was a Hall of Famer. We know in Canelo's career, he is a Hall of Famer. This is like watching LeBron or watching Tom Brady, right? You know he's a Hall of Famer. You've just seen him run through 168. You've seen him beat some excellent fighters. And you've seen him do so by stoppage, right? Folks, Billy Joe Saunders has only lost once in his career. Once. That was to Saul Alvarez. Right? Caleb Plant has only lost once in his career. That was to Saul Alvarez. Casual bettors get in a habit. They say, oh, Canelo beat him. Canelo beat him. Canelo's going to beat the next guy. I'm going to overlook the details, the fine print that tells me that Benavides used to be the champ at 168. That Benavides is unbeaten. That people like Mike Tyson, Abel Sanchez, believe that Benavides has a very good chance against Saul Alvarez. So I believe the Benavides bet should make itself. Right? If 
you're anywhere. And if a casino dares to release a line on the David Benavides Saul Alvarez fight, if Canelo decides, okay, Benavides is next, and we understand there's some hoops people need to jump through, right? They're going to sit down, they're going to talk money, they're going to talk TV rights and stuff like that. And Canelo, who has the leverage, who is undisputed, right? Canelo might say, hey, look, I, I don't like what you're offering. Right? There could be issues. A lot could KO this fight. Right? There's a portion of the public that wants to see Canelo against Arthur Berturbiev. Canelo understands he's going to make millions. Either way he turns. Right? But if, and it's a big but, if they talk about a Benavides-Canelo fight, hell, if they talk about a Baturbiev-Canelo fight, and if they start to offer you better than a plus 200, folks, that's less than half the odds that you got on Caleb Plant. You need to realize that you need to take those odds. Right? Boxing is global. The guys we're talking about are world-class level, championship level. Folks, nobody's beaten Benitez. The reason Benitez doesn't have a title is because Benitez has beaten himself. Right? Nobody's beaten Baturbiev. Don't fall for the illusion. Right? We were looking at Roy Jones. Right? You look at his resume, and you're going to see some great Hall of Famers he's beaten. I know there are old-timers out there, let me raise my hand, who wonders openly whether Canelo could beat Mike McCallum. Right? McCallum, great fighter. Beat Julian Jackson, for crying out loud. Roy Jones did. Right? Roy Jones became the heavyweight champion. We were in the habit of just assuming that Roy Jones was going to win his next fight. Right? That's what the greats do to you. You see LeBron James go to Cleveland, and you see the Cavaliers win a title, you forget the fact that no Cleveland team had won a title for decades. You start to believe that, oh, you know what? If LeBron were a Nick, we would win a title. Right? If LeBron were a Minnesota Timberwolf, we would win a title. Right, folks? Life is not that easy. So I believe the Benavides bet's going to make itself. I'll be surprised if casinos aren't offering you much more than a plus 200. Let me just close this video by pointing out that Alexander Usyk, who should never be a plus 200, was a plus 205 against Anthony Joshua. Right? A plus 205. Don't fall for the illusion. As successful as Canelo is, let's remember at the end of the day that the sport of boxing is highly competitive. You understand Canelo's a great fighter who's created an illusion. 
that fighters can just randomly decide, you know what, I, I want to share the light heavyweight title. Where's Kovalev? I'll fight him. Right? When I have time, after I become undisputed here at 168, I need to return to this division, and I need to take on Bivol, I need to take on Baturbiev, and then I need to think about my future. Folks, that's not boxing. Right? This is the big leagues. At the end of the day, a Roberto Duran can end your unbeaten streak. A Michael Spinks can come up from light heavyweight and can end Larry Holmes's quest to match Rocky Marciano. And Antonio Tarver, the second time around, knows the angles a little bit better, is deeper into the learning curve, and can back up a Roy Jones and stop him. Canelo has a target on him. You don't think that there aren't a group of world-class fighters who are studying this man's fights right now? Not just, and I mean this, not just guys he hasn't fought. You don't think that Callum Smith, who already went the distance with him with a bad arm, right? Don't listen to what Callum has to say. Look at the arm itself with a bad arm. You don't think that Callum Smith, who has a new trainer now, Buddy McGirt, you remember Buddy, wasn't he the trainer for Kovalev in Kovalev's fight against Canelo? You don't think that Callum Smith isn't targeting Canelo for down the road? Right, folks? You know, even the guys who have had a lot of success, including Canelo, have been severely tested in some fights. Many of you don't believe he won the first Golovkin fight, or even deserved a draw, rather in the first Golovkin fight, right? That Arislandi Lara fight was razor close, wasn't it? Right, folks, this sport is too competitive to be giving the odds that Canelo has been getting in world-class fights against unbeaten champions. So, yeah, put me among those who I don't care where I am. It could be in the car on the highway. Right? If I hear that Canelo is going to fight David Benavides next, and then I hear some line above a plus 200, which would give Benavides a one in three chance of winning the fight, I'm going to get off the next exit. And I'm going to find a way to place a bet on the underdog. Right? Because in my eyes, that line won't be able to maintain itself. Now, just understand, the world is so upside down right now that the Usyk plus 205 line sustained itself. In what round of that Usyk-Joshua fight did you realize that that fight was mispriced? I believe the Benavides... Canelo fight will prove to be mispriced relatively early on 
If you saw the Canelo fight card, you saw Anthony Durrell, an excellent fighter, win a fight off an uppercut. Right? You realize that Durrell is a guy who's been champion. Again, there are world-class fighters out there, folks. Canelo's not the first champion at 168. He's the first undisputed, but he's not the first champion. Right? What I want people to do, too, is to look at the best ever in the division, other than Canelo. Right? How old was Andre Ward when Andre Ward retired? How old was Joe Calzaghe when Joe Calzaghe retired, right? Both of those guys retired unbeaten. To do that because the water is so deep, because it's so competitive, because there's so many alligators and sharks in the water, you've got to retire relatively early because the competition is that massive. The public here has been lulled into a serenade that has Canelo picking divisions and then beating its champions, right? If Canelo signs to fight Benavides or Beterbiev and they get past that plus 200 number, you make that bet early. Don't even care where the market is going to go because you will have gotten compelling value. Eventually, people are going to wake up and they're going to realize that even fighters as great as Sugar Ray Leonard, as Roy Jones Jr., folks, those are two of the best fighters of the last 40 years. Even fighters as great as them can lose. Get in early if the numbers are lopsided and Canelo is fighting a Benavides or a Baturbiev. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. You can hedge the play with Canelo by stoppage. Let me point out too, specifically referring to the Benavides-Canelo possible matchup. I don't see that fight going the distance. Right? I think both of these guys are going to try to show the other player you cannot hang with me. Both of those guys want finality. The last thing either guy wants is to leave it in the hands of the judges. Right, Especially looking at the scorecards from this Canelo-Caleb Plant fight. But understand, when you're getting a plus 200 and higher, you might as well just take the guy to win. Right, maximize your chances of winning for any possible outcome. Right, so I personally believe it's either Benavides by stoppage or Canelo by stoppage. But if you're going to give me a plus 200 on the Benavides side of the play, hey, it's Christmas time for me. I'll say Benavides simply to win, hedged with Canelo by stoppage. But what is not going to happen? is going to be both guys coming out, being on their back foot, trying to avoid the other. Folks, that's just not who they are. You know that. Get in early with the bet if the odds are lopsided. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by.